Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz, educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments, or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now here comes Hour 2 of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. Folks, welcome back. This is FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. And this second hour sponsor is the great folks at Cali Key. I tell you what, if you have an AR 15 or a 10, this will make it instantly make it California compliant and you'll be able to keep that gun no problem. For more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. Balance and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side while you protect your family and property. So U.S. Law Shield jumped in, and they're here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage of an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right. Hey, this segment is from San Diego County Gun Owners. If you don't belong to sdcgo.org, you need to join today. $10. $10 a month. Goodness gracious. Great. You know what? You need to join these up. You'll learn everything about what's going on in the gun world, the good, the bad, the ugly, sdcgo.org sdcgo.org will keep you up to date and one of the stars of san diego county gun owners is joe germisi the blogger yeah blogging today son who is finally here after uh my my stint in traffic and i heard the yeah, crack we're... about on the side of the road uh practicing <laughs> well you know? yes you probably think well there's traffic hey look there's a road sign let me go poke some holes yeah in you that. know this is radio the stuff does go out over there <laughs> we I tied hear it. there are people listening <laughs> we tied i was so happy <laughs> yeah what's this uh, yeah what's up with that i mean yeah, what's up with that, Joe? Yeah, so I, start, I started off uh, hot and then faded. Oh, no. And <laughs> then you, you started off way. slow and then got hot? He usually wins. So I was happy. I'm happy with a tie. <laughs> so what's so, new there, my friend? So today, um, Sasso, is that a word? Uh, maybe a word. I may be making up. Um, it's um, S-A-S-O. So it's Second Amendment Sanctuary Ordinances. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Oh. So um, I remember uh, when I first got involved with um, San Diego County gun owners, I remember thinking, because the sanctuary thing was a, a big deal. It was really getting traction. The uh, All the sanctuary cities out here, the sanctuary state, and it was all focused on, um, on you know, illegals and immigration and that kind of stuff. And I remember at the time thinking, boy, it'd be nice if somebody did like a sanctuary city or something for the Second Amendment. And apparently I wasn't the only one thinking about that. Um, really? Yeah, I was well. I got a, an email the other day, and uh, it was from the Gun Owners of America, and they were talking about that subject. Mm-hmm. So I started researching it a little bit and decided, wow, you know, that's something to, uh, to let people know about. And um, as it turns out, these things are growing all across the country. There's, um, I think, there's about 223 um, cities or counties in the country that that have these kind of ordinances. There's actually four states where the governors have done it at the state level. 
Um, <laughs> what is it? Alaska, Idaho, Wyoming, and Kansas have done something like this at the state level. And um, they're mostly the states and counties are, are out west. Um, if you look at the numbers, though, it's, it's interesting. There's um, You see a smattering of them back in the, the bad states, like in, um, in Maryland, there's a couple. There's a couple in New York counties. Um, but for the most part, it's out here. But it's a, a growing thing. And um, it's interesting. If you read some of the, um, the laws, like if you go um, and if you, you go to the article uh, this week that I wrote, the blog article, uh, there's links to the different laws in different places. Um, but like, if you look at some of them, I think it was in Idaho where the way they, the way they were, isn't it great in here with these, uh, these sound effects? You guys do like old time radio shows in here or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Studios haunted. It's like yeah. the old dark shadows show or something. But, um, <laughs> if you read the, uh, the wording to some of these things, like in Idaho, I think it was, um, where the way they're worded, they're saying that they, they've passed uh, a law in their state where, um, law enforcement in the state can't be compelled by different federal um, entities to enforce laws that they feel are unconstitutional. And a lot of these uh, are coming about nowadays more because some of these are pretty old. Um, I'm not not old, but um, I think one of them was from 2010 is when they passed that law. So a lot of the I think the more recent ones at the county level, I think, are the result of these red flag laws that are popping up all around the country. Because the, the red flag laws, um, I think, are some of the most dangerous of the anti-gun laws that we see up here. And we were just talking about that a little bit on the break. And um, I think a lot of that is spurring these things. If you look at some of the um, the other states, like in Nevada, there's uh, apparently 16, um, 16 counties worth of sheriffs out there. And they've all signed a letter saying that we're, they're not going to enforce, um, they're, they're vowing not to enforce those kinds of laws. Um, in New Mexico, it was uh, 30 out of the 33 counties out there had sheriffs that said, we're not going to do this. And most of those are aimed at the red flag laws because they um, recently in New Mexico, they, they passed some some pretty severe uh, red flag things. Um, similar to what we have out here in California, I know what Governor Newsom just signed. Uh, they've really expanded who can do things and, um, you know, who can say that, ooh, I think that person has a gun and, and I'm afraid and, and something needs to be done. And uh, I can't remember, Michael, if you, you're um, more up on that. The, uh, they've expanded that now to what? Coworkers, teachers, yep. uh, pretty much anybody. Pretty much anybody you know. And, mm-hmm. and none of that involves due process. And, um, you know, they talk about involving a judge, but, I mean, we know in California, I mean, it's not hard to find a judge that's uh, maybe a little more politically active on the bench than they should be. So the fact that, okay, we have to have a court or we have to have something like that um, really isn't a good thing. But I was happy to see that, um, that a lot of states and counties are actually doing something. And, you know, it was interesting from the, uh, from the Gun Owners of America perspective. They were saying, well, a lot of these, it's good that they have these ordinances. Um, a lot of them don't necessarily have a penalty involved or any, you know, teeth right. to them. And it was interesting. The Gun Owners of America took the initiative. They wrote up a boilerplate. Um, Second Amendment sanctuary ordinance uh, that um, jurisdictions can take a look at and use as a template to create their own, and they uh, they encouraged or they included uh, you know some minor fines and things like that that people might think about. But uh, I think it's good that people are stepping up and um, starting to um, kind of push back on this thing, even if the ordinances don't have you know any teeth or any penalties in them. The idea that people are now coming forward and standing up. Um, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. Well, it's about time too, you know, because we usually just 
kind of don't. Well, well it's just like our one guest when he said he had a CCW, and he goes, oh, "Should I have said that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah right. exactly. And that's, know, that's that's ridiculous. Well, we when you're when you're trying to, you know, our side is trying to prevent things from happening. We're right. trying to prevent bad legislation from happening, and sometimes it's it's tough to be assertive when you're when you're playing defense right you know and this is a, even if it's just a pr move like the city of needles up in san bernardino right right county yeah they, they did something similar it was basically a pr deal i mean they don't like you said there there's there's no teeth yeah but at least it's a a, a, a you know an official statement from a city no i'm glad you brought that up because they are out of 58 counties and 40 million people California has one, but the we, city of one needles. city, city yeah. of needles. Yeah. We also talked on the show, previous shows, about this thing called judicial nullification, mm-hmm. law enforcement nullification, mm-hmm. which means that if you're in law enforcement and you see, uh, you perceive the law to be against the Constitution, that you don't have to enforce That's it. Right. Not only that, but you could actually arrest your fellow officer if you feel that it's so far out of line. Wow. So, at what point is it judicial or? Or our, our, our um, law nullification, uh, or is it sanctuary city? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the point that a lot of these sheriffs. Either make. way, it's good with me. By the way, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, me. a lot of these sheriffs are saying they take an oath to uphold the Constitution. They say that supersedes all the political stuff. I agree. And I agree, one hundred percent. Man, great segment, my man. Great segment. Great topic. Yeah, right. you could use an hour. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hit the Radio. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. What you say. Hit the road, Jack. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. Converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications. And no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Looking to do a little remodel at your home? Everything from a beautiful kitchen to a roof room addition or just or to build a complete house. TD Construction does it all. Don't overpay. Call TD Construction today at 619-448-2353. That's 619-448-2353. Or visit their website at tdtbill.com. That's tdtbill.com. Check it out. A-plus rated for BBB. John Groff, CCW Training. You want to just have a one-on-one training? You're not really into crowds? Well, John's your man. He'll do individual CCW training classes tailored to you. John has been providing individual CCW training classes for first-timers and people renewing their permits for years. John can arrange a time to fit your schedule and an affordable price, calming, professional demeanor. Call John today at 619-933-4368. That's 619-933-4368. That's John Groff. You can also find him at the gun range. 
Hey, who we got coming up next? Well, we're really lucky. You know, it's our buddy, uh, Frank Soreo. He's with U.S. Law Shield. And again, you know, we, we talk about the subject about people being prepared mm-hmm. before having a CCW or just owning a firearm or just protecting yourself with the crazies, you know, trying to break into your house. You know, how do you protect yourself? So, Frank, are you there, my brother? I am, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing terrific. What's up, Frank? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing well myself. A beautiful day in Southern California. Uh, got a couple phone calls this morning from my friends and family back in Philadelphia. Uh, they were dealing with some wintry mix of uh, snow and freezing rain out there. So I'm happy to be on this side <laughs> of the country for sure. That's awesome. And I, I hear you've been uh, doing a lot of training classes lately. Yes. Yes, we have. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was our continued edu- education programs with U.S. Law Shield. Um, obviously, ignorance to the law is not an excuse. If you get into a situation and you are confronted with a law enforcement officer and you let that law enforcement officer know, you know, oh, officer, unfortunately, I did not know I was breaking the law. That officer is probably going to tell you a tough crap. You know, you, you should have known the law. Um, we see the work that San Diego County gun owners has done in San Diego, San Diego County, as well as some other grassroots organizations around the country to basically have these sheriffs be issuing these CCW permits. We want our members to be armed, but we also want them to be educated. Um, one slip up and the other side might get a hold of that. And it was an ignorant CCW holder doing something silly out in the, out in the public. There might be pressure put on that sheriff by the other side to stop issuing, and that is exactly what we do not want. Um, so, so what I want to talk about today is our continued education program. Um, so two to three times a month here in Southern California, we put on what we call our gun law seminars. Um, we have a repertoire of topics. Um, the benefits to U.S. Law Shield members are you get, as, are you get into for free of these classes or at a much discounted rate, but they are open to the public as well. Um, the repertoire of topics include, uh, you know, should I shoot, which is basically the simplified deadly force and force um, decision making in California. Um, deadly force. I, I mean, I mean, I'm sure most of the listeners know, but deadly force is um, defined in all 50 states differently across each each state. So we break it down on a state by state basis where you are and what you can and cannot do with a firearm. Um, we have one of those coming up actually tomorrow night at, with our buddies over at 511. Um, John Dillon will be doing that class. And as you all know, John's a wealth of information. Um, so John will be teaching that Should I Shoot Justified Use of Force and Deadly Force class tomorrow night. Uh, which, um, which, five, which 511 will that be? So that'll be at the 511 in San Diego. Uh, that is the one on... Um, Down so Mission Valley. Valley. Beautiful Mission Valley. Yeah. Mission Valley, correct. Camino del Rio South, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you are correct. And that's a, you know that's a great time to talk to John. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're he's a wealth of knowledge to have him doing your training classes like that is amazing. Absolutely. Exactly. So it's not something too where you know we want to get people out and we want to get them in and out, but we want to give them as much knowledge as possible. So we keep it to two hours. Um, is basically our our target class time. So it's not, you know, we're not shooting a fire hose down, you know, in, in, in through your mouth. And it's too much information to process all at once. We have John speak for about 45 minutes. We go on about a 15-minute break where, yeah, people can come up and ask John questions on the spot. John speaks for about another 45 minutes. And then we have a Q&A question at the end where you can ask all of those firearms law and self-defense law questions you have and get John to give you a legal answer on the spot. Um, you know, I always mention when I came out here, I learned about cow guns. I'm a firm believer on YouTubing, Googling, Wikipediaing things. However, having John and having his attorney background, 
I'm going to trust what he's going to tell me 100 out of 100 times rather than somebody on the Internet who could be right. However, I know John's going to cite penal codes and mm-hmm. state and uh, case law. You know, I, I know he's going to give me the, the right information every time. So you like cow guns, but you also like facts, I guess is what you're saying. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, cow guns is phenomenal for maybe, you know, researching a new firearm that you're thinking about buying. But when it comes to self-defense law and firearms law, I'm going to trust the attorney every time. So what's an example of something, uh, you know, you're going to a uh, continuing education class, maybe you're you're relatively new with a CCW. What's an example of something uh, that someone would walk away with or something that they would learn? Oh, so uh, like I said, the, uh, the justified use of force and deadly force in the state. I mean, if somebody breaks into your house, you know, California, a lot of people don't know California is, it's not a um, duty to retreat state. However, you know, and uh, let me backtrack. I'm not an attorney, so this isn't legal advice. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, California is not a duty to retreat state. um, But, you know, it's it's not a stand your ground state either. However, um, you know, they are able to defend themselves in the home if they are in imminent threat. And we go through basically, you know, sometimes deadly force is not necessary. So John takes you through exactly, you know, what kind of actions you you can do and precautions you can make to protect yourselves in the home and your loved ones. Um, you know, that's one example. Another example, you know, we talk about, um, you know, obviously the assault weapons uh, ruling out here in California, what you can and cannot do with your firearms, um, making sure that those are compliant. Um, how many people turn into overnight felons when some of those laws were passed? Um, you know, so we talk about what you can and cannot do there. Um, and, and John's just a wealth of information. You know, he goes over a lot, a lot of information and answers everybody's questions, you know, from top to bottom. And what's, awesome. what's the website to, uh, to, you know, to register for that? Sure. Yeah. So you can go to www.gunlawseminar, G-U-N-L-A-W-S-M-E-N-I-A-R.com gunlawseminar.com and they can sign up right there. Um, what I want to do for the listeners of the show gun sports radio here in San Diego, if you want to come out, use the promo code friend uh, on our website, that'll get you in for free for your first seminar too. Um, wow. just let me know. I'll mostly, I'll most likely be the one there. If not me, one of my gentlemen, uh, that are phenomenal that work with us. Um, you know, we will get you in for free at the door. Just let us know you heard about it on gun sports radio. We want to, we want to give our brothers and sisters a, a free admission. Uh, for listening to the show and educating themselves every Sunday. Excellent. Man, that's really good. And, you know, with a couple of minutes that we have left, um, can you tell us a story maybe uh, of, a, you know, a situation that you guys had recently or, or in the past of, you know, someone who didn't know, you know, and then you guys had to defend them? They called uh, you? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, relatively recently, I can't get into too much detail, sure. but this one's actually with, uh, with gun violence restraining orders and red flag laws. Um, one of our friends up in North County uh, signed up a couple months ago, um, had an ex-roommate who knew he was, a, he actually works at one of the ranges, um, knew he was a firearms guy, was a little disgruntled with him, called the police. Police came, confiscated all of his firearms. Now, mind you, he did work at a gun range, so I believe it was just more than one. Um, you know, they launched the investigation. He actually called U.S. Law Shield to just seek legal advice on who he should go to. He actually called a couple other attorneys to let him know, you know, oh, you know, write us a check for $7,500 and this will be your hourly rate moving forward. Yep. Things of that nature. Um, what he didn't know was, and, uh, you know, U.S. Law Shield covers those gun violence restraining orders and, and red flag laws. So we pick up the case. We're working with him now. Um, got a call from him actually a couple of weeks ago and he was thanking me up and down for, you know, getting him to sign up. He, 
continued to tell me it was the best $10.95 a month he's ever spent strictly for the fact that, you know, it's not going to cost him an arm and a leg to represent himself. Now, it is early in his situation. He does have a long legal battle ahead of him. However, he's only going to have to pay ten ninety five for his representation. Wow. So that's that's a definitely a big one. Definitely a big one. That is absolutely huge. Well, that, and it, it illustrates how dangerous these red flag laws are. I mean, if you, you got to get day. this. You got to get this insurance. Just you because some guy was mad at him, a disgruntled ex roommate. Oh how God. many people here have had a roommate? Raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, you know. And we're, did you guys ever fight? And now they have this the the law on their side. To this is ridiculous. Totally. I, I'm so happy that you guys uh, uh, made sure that that was part of your program, Frank. The the red flag stuff because it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And if you ask one of these, you know, anti gun moms. Uh, you know, is this what you were intending, you know, when you're supporting this thing? Were you intending to, uh, you know, uh, basically help a, a roommate, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, be vindictive against another roommate? Of course not. But that's what the result is. But fortunately, um, you guys are, are there to help. And I really appreciate that. Wow. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, we're happy to, to we're happy to cover that. Like you said, you know, it's a it's a shame that it's being uh, spreading across the country, but you know, we're we're happy to to be in those people's corners if God forbid they are a victim of that. Yeah. Oh. Well, then, uh, you know, Casey and Gun Range San Diego talk about having a sale on Glock 19s. Mm-hmm. When you buy your Glock, you you know, you call these guys. You, you as, got you know, to. You got Law to. Shield. You, you know, have car insurance. Website. You have car insurance. You just have to. I don't care if you have a tire iron in your car. Right. You, you need it. So I appreciate you coming on, man. That's that's terrific. Appreciate it, buddy. You're the best. Gentlemen, thank you for having me and have a great Thanksgiving. All, All right, right. You too. All you right, coming to the Christmas party, Frank? Uh, yeah, give me some That's the answer. There, and, uh, there you go. There. Yep. See you there. December oh, 11th. He's working on it right now. Your phone will be smoking in a few moments. <laughs> Fabulous. Sounds All good, right, guys. Frank. Thank you. All right, folks. We're going to take a small break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, folks, do you need a CCW class for your San Diego CCW? Would you like an Arizona, a Florida, and maybe another multi-state CCW? Well, I got an answer for you. Go to CCWUSA.com. That's CCWUSA.com. They offer small class sizes and expert instruction to fit your schedule and your wallet. Check their website for details on how to apply for your CCW and more at CCWUSA.com. That's www.CCWUSA.com. Hey, have you folks been to AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon? Put it on your list. They've got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County with over, count them, 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. And don't let that freak you out. They'll walk you through it and make sure you get the right gun. Go see their full-service experienced gunsmith. They can also do anything from mild repairs to full custom firearms. A.O. Sword Firearm Store located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosword.com or call 619-749-4867. Build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's aosword.com. You can call them at 619-749-4867. 
And welcome to the show, David Chong from AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon. Hey, bud, how you doing? Good. Thank you for those kind words. Appreciate oh, no, no, that. no. Hey, I got a question. It just it, it flashed in my little pea brain while I was doing this. So if I came down and let's say I bought, I don't care, a gun, and I got to wait 10 days, right? You do. Could I sit down with your gunsmith and say, I want this and this and this and this and this? And could he actually work on that while I'm waiting for the 10-day trial period to go by? While it's in jail. While it's in jail? That, that's a great question. The, uh, the official answer is no. Uh, if it's a new gun, if it is a used gun, then uh, uh, yes, you could. Oh. Technically... Technically, um, uh, on a on a new gun, uh, any alterations to that would be considered manufacturing before it is owned by you. Gotcha. Uh, on a on a used gun, that uh, uh, you're just waiting for it while it's, you're right. on a ten day cooldown. Uh, it's not manufacturing because that's a gun that you've already purchased and have a uh, a, a legal interest in uh, a monetary interest in. Uh-huh. This hasn't been delivered to you yet, and so uh, we we could do whatever you wanted to a, yeah. a used gun. Now yeah. uh, that's preventing on, so uh, much crime. I'm so glad that they have that <laughs> codified in law. Oh my goodness, it's ridiculous! Yeah. Yeah. I don't it know how you do it, David. It, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I'm telling um, you. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, you know what we can do though is uh, for people who. Uh, build custom uh, AR-15s, for example, we can we can put the, uh, the complete custom upper together for them, and uh, uh, that, that'll be there ready and waiting for them when they pick up the gun. Right. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, if I wait 10 days and I have to go, then I come down and say, okay, now, here's what I want to do. Well, now it's another 10 days, and I want my baby. You know what I mean? Sure. The, the way it ends up is when people order a custom gun from us, and that's often the case, even when it's brand new pistols, um, we, we, we have a forewarning of the workload. And so what we'll do is we'll make darn sure that we're all geared up and, and rigged up and have our tooling all ready so that uh, on the 10th day. Um, oh, you already got an appointment. Yeah, you got an appointment, and we're, yeah. we're we're ready. So people end up waiting 11, 12, 13 days for their. Oh well, that's uh, yeah. If you can wait ten, what's another three? Because I don't think Lance has ever bought a gun and left it alone. Well, and speaking of waiting, since we've got Thanksgiving coming up and the holidays, you know the the Thanksgiving come coming yeah. so late in the year. Yeah. Um, do you have any specials or anything that uh, you know that people should be aware of down there at uh, Ale Sword? I appreciate you asking. We. Uh, we are running some Black Friday specials. Of course, uh, our, uh, still our most popular uh, carry gun, uh, the Smith & Wesson Shield. Uh, we have a special on that. Plus, there's a manufacturer's rebate. Uh, we are doing uh, bundled specials on our uh, custom AR-15s uh, with uh, some de- deep discounts and some freebies. What, what do you uh, mean by a bundle? Because that makes me sound like I can buy 12 of them. <laughs> you you can. They're, they're, they still haven't limited the uh, one in thirty. What Michael? When does the uh, uh, one January, in firearms including January first? Oh. Go buy twelve, Dave. Oh, I go buy twelve with tomorrow. One, yeah, yeah, with one background check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Oh no, the government uh, probably wants twelve background checks on the same guy <laughs> for you. Yeah, uh, just for you. 
No, so it'll be uh, um, uh, just one background check for any number of long guns and uh, one uh, new or dealer inventory pistol. Yeah. But you could also put any number of private party transfers, and we do sell many off-roster handguns via private party transfer that are on consignment in the store. So we just uh, said goodbye to a uh, uh, SIG uh, P230, uh, a SIG... A SIG 938, which is a really compact um, nine millimeter, um, sold a Colt Anaconda and a, a Colt uh, Python uh, last week. Mm. What? <laughs> yeah, all kinds of. So I got to start we, coming to your store more often. Yes, you do. We work very hard at uh, making sure that uh, uh, we keep off roster guns in the state by consigning them rather than buying them and then we have to uh, the only way we can dispose of them is uh you know to a roster exempt person which who could buy it anyway or we sell it out of state so we can sign them you you run it as a private party transfer and you can get an off roster gun and speaking of roster real quick though um is there a favorite roster pistol that you like the shield a lot of people like uh, that's probably my favorite okay on roster handgun for uh for general use in in the carry department, um, I, I think it's not ideally suited to a home defense firearm unless it's the only one you have and you also have a carry permit. Mm-hmm. But you'd want something more full-framed and uh, heavier, ideally, and with a larger magazine capacity mm-hmm. uh, for, for home defense because you don't have to worry about weight. You're, you're not carrying it on your hip uh, unless you're home carrying, which is good for you. But uh, uh, generally, the in terms of accuracy and comfort, the the heavier the gun in your hand, the more comfortable it is to shoot. And I'll tell you, that is one of the most common misconceptions we run into on our initial greeting when we're trying to fit a, a right. handgun to a new shooter. Yes. As well, I, I, I don't need anything too powerful, so I'd like a tiny gun. Well, those small, lightweight guns, mm. they have much more perceived recoil than a full size, fills your entire hand, uh, heavyweight gun. Yeah, I have a question. Um, uh, I've been wondering on this for a while, actually. So my AR, I have a 20-year-old uh, BCG, Bolt Carrier Group, Armalite from, I don't know, I think I bought it in 99, so I think it's it's 20 years old. Um, sure. And it's worked flawlessly. I mean, I have to, you know, I have to change the, the, you know, a couple of parts here and out. I mean, it wears out, but it's worked flawlessly. And I'd say, what, maybe 10 years ago, you started seeing a bunch of advancements with, with BCGs, and they'd have these special coatings, and, you know, groups like, uh, or, organiz- or uh, companies like Lantac started, uh, you know, mm-hmm. making these highfalutin, you know, Osprey. What's your opinion? Is this, are, is it over-engineering? Is it, is it, is it a massive improvement? I mean, you know, an old mil-spec, you know, off-the-shelf, no-frills BCGs, 100 bucks. Or less than, sure. and then some of these new ones are twice as much money. I, you know, is the, you can spend three hundred and fifty dollars on a BCG easy. Yeah. yeah, right. So I don't know. It seems like okay. Well, that's the insides. You know, that's the guts of the gun. Seems like you should get high quality, but is is it, or are they kind of are they solving problems that don't exist, or what's your opinion? Good question. In in my opinion, I'm shooting from the hip here, so these are made up numbers, but I say it's. Um, 50% um, bragging rights, 
Um, <laughs> 30% dangerous over-engineering that have led to recalls or, or companies going out of business because they cut something too light. And there's, uh, I won't name names, but one of the big fads for a, a lightweight hypercut um, uh, enhanced bolt carrier ended up, uh, uh, bolt carrier group, excuse me, ended up uh, breaking extractors at a, uh, you know, you do put a hundred rounds downrange, you got to replace the extractor. Uh, and that's so ar- that's already arguably that's already an AR's Achilles heel is its extractor, right? Is that am I am I speaking is. out of school or? No, that's that's w- one of the uh, uh, fastest wear items. Absolutely, hmm. uh, extractor. Um, it would probably be the the uh, um, extractor combined with gas rings are the, the two biggest uh, foul-inducing uh, problems, mm. or problem-inducing mm. fouls, yeah. Uh, but the, then there's the 10% where they're not uh, uh, a solution looking for a problem. They, they really have engineered something special into a, uh, uh, for example, there, there were some cuts, I think American Ordnance uh, and... Uh, this is not trumpeted from the rooftops as a $300 bolt carrier group. They just changed their design. And um, by adding a facet into the front face, well, the, the side face, the ejection port face of the bolt carrier group, they left a groove that uh, initially they thought, well, that, that'll, that'll just let uh, debris into the gun. But actually what it does is it lets debris out of the gun. Huh. So that, that performed uh, better in the field. There are uh, the, some of these coatings, uh, nitride in particular. Yeah, the, uh, I'm a big fan of the nitride coating. Uh, excuse me, it's not a coating; it's a uh, a treatment. Uh, it increases the hardness, the uh, surface hardness of the uh, uh, bolt carrier, and also makes it more lubricious. So carbon doesn't stack up on it quite as easy, and it's easier to uh, uh, clean your bolt, which is a, uh, a um, malfunction-inducing problem. So, so if I came in and said, "Look, I'm I'm building an AR, or I have an AR, and I want a BCG that is never going to fail. I mean, it not, well, it's going to be extremely reliable. It's going to be it's the most reliable out there. You know, money's not exactly uh, an object, but I, you know, uh, what are you recommending to people? I would send them to our, our signature. Uh, enhanced bolt carrier group. So it's it's got uh, that relief facet I talked about. It's uh, nitride treated, so it's uh, harder. Uh, it's our signature series, so it still uses real uh, carpenter steel, uh, not the. Uh, oh shoot, I can't think of it off the top of my head. My 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 brain's not in the engineering side of it right now. But the ninety one thirty or ninety three eighty, I forget the. Uh, uh, there's a very popular replacement steel that's cheaper and not copyrighted uh, that people are using in bolt carrier groups. Uh, and it's good. It's just not the best. So that uh, 153 carpenter steel is right. going to be what you, uh, I'd steer you towards. Right. And right. the nitride uh, is uh, easy to wipe down. It's not quite as easy as nickel boron. Nickel boron's beautiful. It's blingy. You can get uh, colors like gold or pink or rainbow. Nice. Uh, beautiful and really easy to wipe down just with uh, 
oil and a cloth. But because it is a coating and not a treatment, it can and eventually will, under some eventual circumstances, it, it will it will chip and flake off. Gotcha. All right. Hey, David, it's always a joy having you on. I'm telling you. You're a, a plethora of information, and we do appreciate it. My recommendation, I love folks. I about this stuff. I know. Anybody needs to do anything with your firearm, don't fool around with it. Take Go. it to A.O. Sword and get it done right. Go talk to David. Yeah, goodness gracious. All right, buddy. Hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving day. We hope you have a wonderful time with family. And, folks, stop by A.O. Sword because you'll be open Friday, right? We will be. We'll be ready and waiting for you. See, I knew that. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle with, what's the solution? Cali Key converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetics modification, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's Cali Key. CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. What are you going to do to protect your family and property? We have a suggestion. U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage of an affordable price because you know bad guys don't take days off and neither does their coverage what's your plan after you defend yourself or family consider a plan from u.s law shield check them out today at uslawshield.com that's uslawshield.com and if i'm not mistaken didn't he say it was ten dollars and 95 cents on this one case something like that yeah really low crazy yeah hey by the way thinking about uh you know, refi in your home, or maybe you want to take advantage of the low interest rates. Well, we got the guy for you. So if you're buying, selling, or refining, you need to check out Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303, or just go to www.primeres.com backslash alpine tell me heard it right here on kcbq am 1170 gun sports radio and they'll take really good care of you Uh uh-oh we got the kid in the wings sam the gunman and we're gonna stump him i think we're gonna stump him oh we're always says that but we never do rarely rarely are you there my friend yep i'm here are you ready I hope so. All right. <laughs> Is he in a sanctuary? Are you in a sanctuary county? No. Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, in Virginia? You should ask. Not yet, but there's going to be a county board of supervisors meeting on the 17th of next month. And uh, if I don't have anything else that comes up, then I'm planning to go and voice my support for the concept. You really should, man. Write That's up your job. deal and, and go. Absolutely. Make it part of the record. Good for you. There it is. Big round of applause. Thank you, Brennan. All right. So, Sam the Gunman, uh, we have him on every week for a segment we call Stump My Nephew. And that's because Sam 
is my nephew. And how old is Sam? Uh, 13, 14 years old now, right? <laughs> no. Sure, something like that. Sam's 20 years old. Um, he is uh, a college student. He works at a gun shop, and he knows more uh, about guns than just about anybody I know. I, I was going to say. don't know anybody. how that happened, but somewhere along the way, he was, I guess when usually uh, you're uh, hiding under the sheets looking at comic books, and he was looking at like like gun and Gun and ammo. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that was for you, Judy. I wanted you to know how old this kid was, because when he starts talking, you're going to be absolutely blown away. Yeah. All right, Sam, you ready? So if if you write in uh, a question and we use your question, we give you a free T-shirt. If you stump him, you get the T-shirt and the hat from San Diego Ooh. County Gunners. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so this question is from uh, Joni, who lives in Valley Center. And she wants to know, what is the difference between bluing and parkerizing? And she wants to know which one's better. Now, the first one's clearly a... Uh, you know, a fact. The second one's an opinion. So let's start with the fact. What is the difference between bluing and parkerizing? All right. Bluing and parkerizing. Thanks for the question. Um, I'm not too great on material finishes and this kind of stuff, but as I understand it, bluing is um, a chemical treatment you do to, well, first of all, both are chemical treatments traditionally used to protect steel parts on firearms. Um, and, and now there are a whole bunch of other surface treatments, but um, those, those are the, the two predominant and, and most established ones. And as I understand it, bluing is a chemical treatment where you, uh, you dip the, the parts in some kind of chemical bath. Sometimes it's, um, it's heated to a very high temperature. That's hot bluing. And sometimes it's, it doesn't need to be heated. That's called cold bluing. And then parkerizing, I believe, is an electrochemical process where you need to run an electric current through the bath to get the finish to stick. But I'm I'm not too clear on that one, so you'll have to let me know if I got that. Okay, so that was a much more thorough answer than she sent in <laughs> and was extremely correct. Exactly right. Ding. See? Congratulations. See? So do you have an opinion on which one's better? Or, yeah. Well, they're they're used for different applications, and unless you're using the the firearm in an extreme environment where it has to stand up to the harshest conditions on planet Earth, it's really mostly an aesthetic thing. Mm. Wow, well, right. it was good to hear you say that, Sam. This is Joe because uh, I just bought a uh, a couple of months ago. I just bought a 1911 from Springfield Armory, and I got the Parkerized version. And uh, now that we're about to be locked in winter's icy grip out here, it's good to know that I've got a good, uh, icy a good grip. solid uh, coating on my handgun or treatment. And by the way, Sam, icy grip is sixty degrees yeah. with a wind chill. Okay, That's right. just so you know. You guys don't know how good you have it with that weather out there. We've we've been having uh, frost on the grass in the morning since last month. Oh. Well, that's nothing. Joe lives in the, the brutal frozen tundras of Lakeside. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty nasty in Lakeside, let me tell you. That's right. I think sure we were in the 40s story. last night. And by the way, it was right next to Santee, so you know how bad it could get. It, it's brutal out there. You have to. You really got to learn how to survive if you're going to make it. Get your snowshoes, your snow shovel, be Nanook of the North out there yeah, exactly. in uh, Lakeside. That's right. So what are, you, what are you selling in your shop? What are, what are people buying these days? Everything. It's a 
week before Black Friday, and there was a gun show this past weekend, so it was actually uh, pretty empty in there. But after this past election, people have sort of started stocking up on on magazines and rifles and stuff. And the interesting thing about that, to me at least, is that the proposed bill, now this isn't going to matter to you guys, but the the 2020 um, bill that will change the gun laws in Virginia if it passes, SB 16, is the first or one of the first state-level gun laws that I know of that um, does not include a grandfather clause. So if it passes, it will be the first one that doesn't include a grandfather clause. Mm. That means millions of Virginians with with perfectly legal AR-15s and whatnot and, and um, magazines with more than 10-round capacity and... A, a lot of perfectly benign stuff, well, even more benign stuff like Ruger 1022s and Remington 597s, um, those are just going to become illegal overnight if this law passes. That's right. So you, you'll get to, you'll, you'll go to bed uh, a law-abiding gun owner, you'll wake up a, uh, a felon, and uh, that's what we've been trying to say is this stuff spreads from California, you got to stay here and fight. Right. Now, what's the gun you just bought? We were just talking about this yesterday as I was, I was driving back from uh, Riverside's meeting. What, what did you just buy? Um, I, I didn't just buy anything lately. No, no, no. no. It's a few months ago. What's the What's the rifle that you? Oh, um, I picked up that Keltec RDB a few months ago. <laughs> I think back in August or September, somewhere in there. Which is a uh, bullpup, uh, two twenty three, right? Yeah. And how do you like it? You were telling me that you were uh, bullseye and womp rats at uh, six meters or whatever. How How, how are you shooting it? Um, it's good. I, I really enjoy it. I, um, now that I think of it, I, I think I actually picked it up earlier in the summer, but, um, it, it runs perfectly fine if I don't mess with the gas system. Um, it, I've got almost a thousand rounds through it now and it, it runs like a top. Nice. What do you like about it particularly? Um, it's short, it's handy, it balances well, it doesn't kick too hard. Um, my mom really likes it. Your sister, she really likes it. Um, because she has great long distance vision and I've got a red dot on top. So, um, like she, she can just punch the bullseye out of a target with no problem. Which red dot did you get? Uh, vortex spark. Wow. How do you like that? It's great. Vortex makes awesome glass, and they're headquartered in Wisconsin, so, you know. Oh, yeah. They're oh, hey, you betcha. with the newskies. All right there, hoser. <laughs> you betcha. All right. Hey, Sam, thank you very much. And you and your family have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and make sure you send uh, our, our love to you guys back there in the tundra. You too. All right. Oh, I love listening to that guy. That guy is so sharp. Hey, by the way, folks, before we go out the door, we really want to thank our sponsors, Firearms Legal Protection. You can get them at firearmslegal.com, San Diego County Gun Owners, sdcgo.org. Sign up. It's very inexpensive. TDD, TDT Construction at tdbuild.com if you want to do some work on your home from a Second Amendment kind of company. CCWUSA at ccwusa.com. U.S. Law Shield at uslawshield.com. Cali Key at K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Uh, PRMI Mortgage at primerez.com backslash alpine dot com. Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP. Uh, CA Firearms Law dot com. John Groff, call him at 619-933-4368. The Gun Range San Diego. The Gun Range San Diego dot com. AO Sword Firearms Store at AOSword.com. And I can't thank Lance. Michael, Joe, Brennan, 
for all their support. And anytime you want to hear any of the shows you might have missed, go to uh, www.gunsportsradio.com for podcasts and up-to-date information. And always be safe and always be strong and stand up with us and we will make a difference. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.